And benvenuti, fellas and bellas all over the world. Welcome to another episode of the Napoli Rant. I am Rafa Biz, joined by my co-host, the vicar of Vesuvius, Rafa Rispo. What's up, Rafa Bizarro? Ciao, bello. Hello to you, Rafa. And hello to all our viewers in our live chat as well, our audio listeners. Let's get this rant on the road. But before we do... Show your support by subscribing to our YouTube channel and be sure to give this episode a like. I know there was a large uh, amount of viewers that were here for the post-game rant against Juve, but we're back here on the Monday night rant. Uh, big win this week against Juve, 5-1 to one at the Stadio Maradona. And here to join us tonight, a very special guest to talk about it, Rafa. Would you like to do the honors? I would like to do the honors. She is with CBS Sports, and she is a good friend of the show. So let's bring her in. Host of Calcio e Cappuccino, anywhere you can find your podcasts for CBS Sports. Golasso. It is Christine Cupo, the wonderful Christine Cupo. Come on in, Christine. What up? <laughs> Hi, guys. What up? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Ciao, ciao. Uh, I feel like this is an interesting date to have me on with the uh, fallout for the Juve, <laughs> not really much. But, um, see what we did there? You see what we did there? I appreciate it, man. I, I would do the same. I like to ride high on petty. Um, but uh, unfortunately, you can all pull the receipts because I have many, many weeks ago already said that uh, you can't rule Napoli out for winning Champions League. So somehow I've endeared myself to the Napoli fans. Yes, you have. Um, you well, you, you were there at the meet as well, which was awesome. Sure. You showed up. Lovely time. We, everybody had a good time. Everybody's I a little did. Napoli I had an amazing night. time. Great pizza. Excellent vibes. Good match. Uh 10 out of 10 would do again. Yeah. We're doing well, it again the 29th, uh, April, Ju- April, January 29th. <laughs> what what month are we in, Ref? All the months <laughs> mesh together. You, you, you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. January 29th for Roma at Ribalta. Come through, everybody who wants to. We're going to have like six different clubs representing. Uh, coming to coming to have someone from England coming too. It's insane. So we're 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 doing it big. We're doing it big. But I'm used to taking a whole bunch of shit. So you can just I I can hang. (laughs) Yeah, and that's why we have her here because we know she can hang because it's proven that she can hang. She hung with us at the at the meet at Ribalta and it was Mm -hmm. really dope. Um, uh, you know, definitely. it's it's good to catch the eye of like a CBS representation. We had City Eye representation um, for the club, and also good to make new friends. You know, we also met you at the Champions League um, outing in Brooklyn, if you remember. Yes, we, we, we had we saw our, you there our too. That... Champions League splash on the Brooklyn waterfront, which was outstanding. Right. It was really beautiful, nice. beautiful, and, and it couldn't have been a better day. That Wednesday, oh my god, could have been a better day, right? Rob? The thing is. Rooting alliances aside, and obviously we are all very passionate about our teams, um, all of the tri-state area um, supporters clubs that I've managed to meet make me so absurdly proud because the representation that we have across the states is so massive. So for the league and otherwise, this is like my little pedestal speech. Um it's really nice to meet other people that are like-minded and as passionate about the thing that I love so much. Um, it's a great common denominator for all of us. And no matter what, at the end of the day, sometimes one of us cries, uh, happy tears or sad tears, but um, 
uh, the, what Napoli are doing this season is just, it's unreal. Uh, it's fun football. It's wonderful to watch the overall squad chemistry, the fight that they have all in for each other. And otherwise Spalletti, it's one of those uh, magical kind of once in a lifetime things it feels like. And I want them to see it through. Well said. That's great. That's great. So speaking of once in a, I don't know, Ralph, if you had something to add to that, but I, uh, I think I have my first question here. Well, I wanted to say, we're not bleed on, and no matter what, we cry. That's number one. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All that, right. That's and every time Rafa and, cries, and not necessarily an at college. Wings. Not, so yeah, that's, that's, that's right. I, I wanted, that's I wanted right. to say that. Listen, I'm I'm a little bit Napolitan. Um, my family is from Palamonte, so Campania oh. Salerno. So Good. not too far from away. We're a little bit mixed in the, in that muddy waters, but my my grandfather, my great grandfather was from Napoli. So technically my rooting alliances should be elsewhere, but um I know all about Well, uh, you've got the maroon of Salerno. High emotion, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, see, see, so um, we're all a little Napolitan deep down inside, yeah, whether you have I mean, family listen, there or not, right? I mean Look at half the look at half the staff at CBS. Messina's from the south. Yeah, uh, you know Bonetti's yeah. got family yep. from Napoli. You got uh, Fabrizio Romano, who's Napolitan. Yeah, uh, you got uh, Grella, who's half Napolitan too. So you know everybody. You have to figure everybody... out though that like that's part par, possibly one of the larger emigrant groups from yes. Italy. So it makes yes. sense sure. that we're all either like Salerno Italians or Napolitan. Um, right. Right. What upsets me is that everybody, everybody kind of veered off to another team and said, yeah, because everybody else was doing so well. And then when, <laughs> when you know, the real Napolitani I'm were sorry, out. When like it, child it, Christine <laughs> saw Juve and were like, I like it. I'm, I'm well, I guess that's where, that's where that I want to. Yeah, right. Please. Yeah, Robert, let's, that let's start statement? with that really quick before we get into the game and before we get into everything else. Right. Um, um, where did it come from? Like, obviously, your parents, your, you know, you, what influenced you to to this cultural world, this crazy cultural world? <laughs> none, none of them. Let's put it that way. So them. Okay. I, I very much chose on my own. I did have uh, a neighbor's input and I kind of just went with like, oh, black, white. I, I like this Juve team. Awesome um, color. But yeah, you know, like the thing where you're like this empty headed kid who's like, yeah, give me that. I want, I want that. That's cool. Um, and then like, as I got a little bit older, it was like, I got gripped up by, you know, they're winning, they're good, they're, um, Del Piero and, and like beyond that, it's like, okay, like that's, that's my team. Um, but yeah, I, I have no actual physical or blood ties to Torino, which is kind of comical, but, um, here I am as a full grown adult. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because when you, when you think about like, American football, right here in the sport in the in the in the states, um, I feel like that's the one sport like that is most um, like has most most of the fans of a, of a specific team might not come from that place. There's so many New York Dallas Cowboy fans. Like, why are you a Dallas Cowboy? Oh fan? yes, Probably the dynasty era. It's the funny dynasty, yeah. I'm not too far outside that realm, but I was actually the one thing that my father had a whole bunch of input into was like my American football rooting interest because he was a diehard 49ers fan, like Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, yeah. Steve Young mm -hmm. era. Um, so I grew up thinking that like, I don't know, Steve Young was like my other, Steve Young, uh, Joe Montana was like my other dad. So yeah. it's like, okay, like I grew up in New York and New Jersey. 
like <laughs> right San Francisco, yeah. <laughs> right. How that happened, right? Like, right. Uh, <laughs> so where where exactly where exactly did you grow up? I know you live in the city now, right? Where did you grow yeah, up? Yeah. So um, I was. It's funny. I, I'm your stereotypical um, New York Italian American. I was born in Staten Island, and then we moved immediately to Jersey. Um, way down in Long Beach Island, which is like closer to Atlantic City and Philly than it is to New York. Okay. So yep. kind of hatched in the crosshairs of Philly and New York sports fans just because of the geography that I was in. Um, and then from that, I ping ponged back as a little kid. I always said, I'm moving back to New York. Like I hated it at first mm. because I wasn't used to the quiet. Um, and the second that I finished undergrad, I immediately moved back to New York. So yeah. then did end up happening. It just took a little bit longer than I thought it would as a kid. See, that's how we know we're true New Yorkers is when we're just like, it's too quiet. Like I need an yeah. ambulance yeah. or a, yeah. a, a garbage truck or, you know, somebody <laughs> fighting or else I can't sleep. Like that's my ambient noise is. Yeah, sure. Noise. When we first moved, um, granted I was very young, but I remember always sleeping with either the radio or the TV on because mm -hmm. you could hear crickets and that was creepier to me than just like, you know, sirens and other normal street noises. Plus I think most of us, and I don't know if this is true, but I think it is, grow up in households like with also our grandparents. So yes. we live in like a two-family house or like it's like a upstairs, downstairs scenario from whatever. So most of my like kid years were spent being babysat by like my grandfather, my grandmother. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I also... I say I have some like old no, no tendencies because I just was around an old man all the time. Um, and my grandfather was a riot because he was like your Italian man. who was super into uh, racing and betting. So like oh. there goes little me with a tiny pencil into OTB. Uh. To on horses. I'm like, this is totally normal. Don't tell mom. Well, then you'd, you'd fit right in where I'm at, where I'm living right now. <laughs> I'm up in Saratoga Springs. So you'd fit right in up here where the. They have the the Travers race in the summer, and they have the the, the whole summer long racing here. So, yeah, um, I get that because I moved all the way up here, and it was quiet. It was real quiet when I first moved up here. It's tough. Um, and even where my parents moved to, they end, they ended up settling in Mayapack, New York, right? So, mm -hmm. so that's like top of Westchester County. But even there, it's like on an intersection. There's you know a firehouse right down the road. There's streets. Uh, you know, guys who think they're big shots with their big friggin' you know, uh, mufflers and, and engines and bikes and all that stuff. Right. And, <laughs> and, and so now I lived up here and it was so quiet, but now I live at another intersection. I mean, it's in the, it's in the town, it's in the city, you know, so it's lively, but it's nothing like New York every now and then we'll catch like a, a fire, right. right? The fire alarm, we'll usually the fire, 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 yeah! fire station going off run, and, yeah so i feel at home here where i'm at it doesn't like there's a fire or something running to the yeah. window right it's something yeah. like yeah yeah like I, i'm thinking it happens and rafa's getting invaded you know show's over I, let's get let's get yeah, out of here wrap it up you know, i gotta but, go we gotta go like we're getting a bunch of so quick question for you uh fr from the chat uh and then we'll move on to you vivian chins of asks and joy carbs wants to confirm Springsteen or Bon Jovi? Oh, that's so hard. Um, I, I love Springs. I mean, I love them both. Like, I feel like you there's a time and a place, right? So okay. I feel like you can you can vibe a little bit more to Springsteen, but like Bon Jovi, you need when you're drunk in a bar because you need to scream thing hanging on like okay. looking on the yes. Right? I like, like why not? 
the best of both worlds. Why not? I feel like they're very like, yeah, those are definitely like Italian American anthems. Like we, we gotta. Go <laughs> <laughs> well, Bon Jovi oh, is actually Bon Jovi. It, 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 for some reason, I just found this out. His actual last name is Bon Jovi, like B O N J G I O V I, like. Like it's it's not actually Bon Jovi with a J. They Americanized yeah. it. He's an Italian kid, so that's pretty cool. I, I didn't know that, but Figures. anyway, we, you you know you mentioned uh, you mentioned um, you know a first or like a uh, like like something that happens uh, once oh. once every uh, you know you know like like a like a one time thing. But earlier you said something about that. Here's here's my question: How cool? How chill? Was it with Alessandro freaking Nesta? <laughs> you had the, true. You had the pleasure of chilling with him and hanging out with him, and I think watching the game with him. Right? Did you end yeah. up watching the yeah, game? Yeah, I legitimately sat there on my throne beside Alessandro Nesta watching this match, which is a little bit surreal when you stop and think about it because. I'm not joking. Like they had two different chairs for he and I in front of the TVs. And then behind us was just like a wall of other people watching. So it's like a front row seat. And I'm just like looking over at him watching. And <laughs> You're I'm, like, wow. I'm talking to myself because that's what I do when I watch games. And I'm like, uh, why would you do that? And whatever. Yeah. And then I realized that uh, by halftime, someone behind us had gotten up and walked over toward my back. And I kind of turned and he said, oh, no, you can't. You can't leave this seat. Like you're you're like our Napoli lucky charm now because oh, while I was in my chair, the goal started rolling in, and so wow. I agreed. I agreed not to move, and three more goals happened. So um, I've now this been is classic. I'm not yeah. kidding you. I left. I, I left the set uh, with no fewer than five business cards for people in Naples. Um, well, car service. Uh, um, what was the other one? I think one was. Uh, uh, pizza, uh, a guy that does like sports training. And like, I was absolutely, I was just laughing because I was like, this is, this, this is fitting. I now have, I, I love it. Calls. I'm like, I guess you guys really have to win the Scudetto this season. That I can be like the artist in residence at the Maradona, like Kanye did at the yes. Like, I'm just oh, going to yes. live somewhere in there. You, just kind of <laughs> like in the Spoliatoi, just kind of sit there. Really you know, like, yeah. for as long as my body will hold out, which <sighs> give me maybe two weeks and then I need to be shipped home. <laughs> so that's twice, that's twice great. this season that's happened once, and they were actually both involved CBS guys. The first time it happened was at our first meet, right, Ralph, at uh, Dan's house in in uh, Pearl River. Um, Ralph, before where... you before you go there, I, I just want to say how awesome it is, how typical it is to get business cards from Neapolitans for car service, pizza, and sports training. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. that's like we can't get it. You can't get any more Neapolitan typical than that. That's that, I just I, I had to throw that out there. But no, that's right. Yes. But also but, but, Neapolitan typical is how the superstition we had big. Yeah, the superstition. So we had our first meet of the season, and it was at one of our buddies' house in 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 Rockland County, and and Gio came. Gio Cozzolino came, right? Okay. And he was he was uh I don't know he was at his laptop. And I other guess people had, don't know he's another CBS person. But he's a CBS guy, yeah. So he he's so he's and a so good cool. friend of ours. Been on he's the show. He's so cool. Good, good, we love good, good. him. So he's, he's over. His uh, yeah. by the way, as an aside, his XG for Paramount Plus FC is like four million. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, that's what like, I, the ball I, I've seen that. Every time I'm like, I'm actually enraged because I'll be working like 400% full steam ahead, running my ass off. <laughs> and just... he just happens to place himself just properly. The ball, the ball place uh, right, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's well, great. anyway, it was 5-2 Napoli against Verona, right? So every time we scored, he was over by his computer. So we told him, stay there. Just stay there. Yeah, you had to stay and there. He had the... His his laptop had CBS running while we had it running, and his was a little ahead. So they so he would he would like hold it in before before we found out, so we could all celebrate. But we told him because he was he left after like the second or third goal. He would leave the spot. We're like, no 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 no, Gio, you got to go back over there. Same thing happened at at the Champions League game where Marco sat next to I think it was Ralph Biz or something, was and he was me, getting yeah. up where we were we were up no, one no, no, nil no, no. two nil. And then, and then he he was getting up. We're like, no, 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 no. You got to stay there. Where you going? You, you sit right there. Where are you moving? Oh man! I had it's seen just, him sitting over by you guys, and I was like, oh, he's really like locked in there. Now I understand. He oh, was yeah. being a hostage. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't oh, yeah. that. I, I, where do you mean at the Brooklyn thing? Or? No, we held oh. him hostage oh. there because he couldn't he couldn't move because. Right. Because of that, the first two goals. But and not only we, that, we yeah. were the most fun too. Let's come on, let's keep that's it. That's true. We, we, we had, we really were. Like between me, Rafa, and 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 on and uh, Papa Rispo. I mean, we had the place lit. We we had <laughs> we were screaming the loudest. We had the play by play on, <laughs> and you know, you would think that there was a, there was a huge contingent of like British fans and English fans and things like that. But let me tell you, three Napoli thons, That's all it took. Loud the loudest ones in there. So. Well, they got loud towards the end because because of everything that happened. Let it go and with Liverpool, teams. right? But yeah. but but we were, we were brawling with the Liverpool. We had to sit next to the Liverpool contingency, so we started brawling with them because we're like, <laughs> all right, yeah, we'll see you next week. Don't worry about it because it was match week five. So the next yeah. match week was them and the last one. And they, uh, we were scoring and scoring, and these guys were struggling. And we we're like, "Yeah, we got you next week, buddy. Don't worry about ah. it." And then they started scoring, and they were like, "Ah, we got you." See, it was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. But the thing is, is that they had no audio, so I synced up my Radio Kiss Kiss Napoli app with mm-hmm. the with the with the Carmine and Martino's play by play while the game was going on. I synced it perfectly. It was wonderful. It Somebody was wonderful. has to be that hero. That's you know, it listen. Was, it was amazing. We, it was amazing. We, we, I I put my cape on for that one, right? So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, listen, Christine, my condolences uh, to your vecchia signora this past weekend. Um, how are you dealing with that? <laughs> they um they they didn't deserve to win. Um, the thing is, when you w- rely on sort of a streak or history. And you say like, okay, like eight straight clean sheet wins, um, which was unreal, right? But you need to look at like how they actually happened, right? They were heavily defensive matches orchestrated by Allegri, which nobody really, you're not going to celebrate too hard, I think. You know, a win is a win. Um, But uh, taking it in stride, it, it hasn't been great at least the last three seasons, although I could be gaslighting myself. And it could be way worse than that beyond that. Um, I'm really realistic about the squad that they have, the capacity for what they can do. But um, it's just, it's not, they're going to, they can win. And I'm sure that they'll do the same thing that they've been uh, over the last few seasons, which is like ping pong between like second and sixth um, mm-hmm. for the dream, for the remainder of the season. God mm-hmm. help me. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're not going to be pretty and they won't be exciting. Uh, what what's ahead? Who knows? Um, I just know that Atalanta's ahead. 
Atalanta. Yeah, coming. Gasparini will probably. I, I mean, they've been spotty too, so it could very well be that they could neutralize them. But um, Atalanta don't have a terribly dissimilar style from Napoli. I'd say the other more similar would be like Fiorentina with Italiano ball. Um, definitely more attacking. Um, and, and the thing is, like with matches like that, that are the inversion of like Juve squad or style at the moment, because it certainly isn't their identity, um, is you can get like a really fascinating and outstanding tactically neutral match where you're like, oh, that was basically like heavy management, really smart, um, you know, fluidity and changes. But that's when you get like a 1-1 draw or a scoreless game or nothing to write home about particularly. Uh, I just, the way that they've been playing, or at least this Napoli match was just shambles. Um, well, because ahead of it, there was a lot of optimism for the Juventus. I mean, uh, yeah, I and that's what I mean is like thing. when you go into it and you say like we have eight straight wins, right? right. Not even like they were all draws or sheets. otherwise not unbeaten, and it's all clean sheets. And it's, yes, they were perfectly defensive, right? But mm-hmm. the second that they choose not to be or opt out of that, um, there's an error to like Bremer had a few errors this match. Danilo certainly had his handful and those errors paired with the fact that, you know, there's such a major disconnect between the midfield and mm. the two up top um, where, you know, maybe the rest of the squad didn't get the memo that they're going to be pressing. But the second that they switched and all of a sudden we're trying to play this high line, which is just a, a grand error. I don't, know how that even happened um i knew i said oh there's going to be this is going to be a goal test and i had started this match thinking this will be low scoring it'll probably be a draw um i don't think anybody anticipated this this was kind of no crazy. even like no alessandro nesta said um which he predicted accurately he said uh if napoli get a goal uh within the first 20 minutes um they'll i think they'll win and mm-hmm. sure enough, they do. And I had asked him, who do you think is going to score? And he said, Osiman. And Osiman did. Um, and then thereafter, it just wasn't it wasn't fixable. It just it got worse and worse from that point forward. Um, Napoli were really fluid. Mario Rui did a significant amount of heavy lifting. Politano on the wing, though he got absolutely battered, um, mm-hmm. did a great job. Um, Angisa, Zelensky, uh, you really can't. Uh, it's so hard at this point to pick out like who had um, the greatest showing out of the whole squad, which is like a great problem to have at this point in the season, because I think that they've figured out, you know, who and what needs to transpire. And the thing is, it's not like they're just playing and they're just playing attacking pretty ball. It's there's, they actually have sauce. It's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny to watch because you see that. Cavada with like a back heel that like is perfectly executed, which quite frankly, I am in the probably the minority because most people are like, oh, yeah, do a back heel. I hate back heels because most of the time mm-hmm. they're useless and they go to shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, fair, fair make enough. A smart pass and don't make play around. Pass. Right. No, but his, but his back, back heels are smart. Pass. Back heel right to Mario Rui and I'm right like, to him, sir. What? I mean, he also got <laughs> fouled in the process, which right. again, Cavada took a lot of physical damage because that was one way of neutralizing him in this match, but like that. And then what was the other one? The other one was maybe, um, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't, I hate, I mean, 
Pasquale, um, I apologize that I did not pick Mario Rui, but it came very Nobody very knows well. who you Nobody knows yet. Nobody knows yet. We're going to hit them with that later. Little yeah. things like, so there was Kvara's back heel that was like, I was like, oh, it's saucy. All right. Like right. For, for a Georgian kid who was not playing at this level prior to this, like, okay, we've, we've got confidence, right? Like we're yeah. moving at this point. And then um, DiLorenzo on that overlapping run for Politano around like the 33rd minute where he yep. just loop, like he came out of nowhere sprinted in right outside the box there was that little loop pass that nobody could have even got in between i think um maybe it was rabio who was like towards that five trying to defend split them granted that didn't convert to a goal but it sure as heck could have the thing is it's, yeah. it's not just pretty ball it's it's very fast it's pressing it's it's exciting it's fun to watch there's that one move where I, th I feel like it's Di Lorenzo gets the ball to Politano who like one times it up the line to yeah. Victor. And it's been happening. I've seen it. And I think two or three times it's turned into a goal, which that led to the second goal, the Cavada goal where, um, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, like the, even side. the yeah. avenues that Mario Rui created um, yeah. from the back where like the man spent most of the time up and down that wing. Um, just impressive, you know, like I, the I, work rate. Yeah, speaking of work rate, I was going to mention when he put that pressure on Bremer. I think it was that, I don't, it was the header, the 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 goal, Olsenem's header assisted from Cavada. It was mm -hmm. Mary Rui who put the pressure on Bremer. Was able to basically yeah. stop Again, him from yeah. clearing it, yep. and it was converted to a goal. So Again, it's like those little that, things, you know. That yeah, there's there's small things that happened, and then on top of that, just. Um, it almost feels like they have learned this perfectly orchestrated dance. Like the chemistry is so good that they know what to anticipate where. And that's not something that can be taught. It's an intangible. I don't think you right. get that with every, with every squad, no matter how much you practice. Um, so I just, it was impressive. It was infuriating because obviously I, I just, Juve were a mess, truly. Like, um, is, is there one thing that, say, you were coaching that squad that day that that maybe you would have changed or, you know, done something differently? Because there was would a it lot have of... been would it have been Chiesa and Costich right. on the on the wings of a three of a five man uh, midfield? Like, what is probably not. Um, but at this point, I feel like um, I probably would have brought on the kids earlier. Okay. Um, I think that we're finally starting to see Juve getting like Miretti, Elling Jr., Sule um, on pitch and they deserve the minutes at this point because mm -hmm. it's like if you have these seasoned players that um, are ineffective, um, you can see Chiesa getting really frustrated, which rightfully so, um, kind of like screaming back and looking back, like, you know, are we the only ones pressing? Yes, sir. You are, you, you <laughs> you're, you're alone in this. Um, mm. uh, their passes were messy. They looked very disorganized. Even the weighting of their balls that they were putting through was just like, who, who are you passing to the amount of opportunities that Napoli had to counter? Um, it could have been a much higher scoring game. Um, it just wasn't. I mean, if it weren't for tech, probably it could have been. Um, mm. Just messy, True. messy, messy. Did, did any of you by happen to but happen to catch Spalletti's uh, pre-match conference? There was a question here from okay. Napoli Club Toronto. Did you see it? If you did, they have a question. If not, maybe we can 
answer it later. Are you asking me? Because I did, yeah. You saw it? Okay, so I want to put this question out there. I read, uh, I read, I read some stuff about it. I didn't see it. All right, let me read it out. Uh, so all the listeners can sorry, we covered your face a little bit, but I'll take it off real quick. Napoli <laughs> Club Toronto asks, sorry, just tuning back in, but question. How impactful do you think was Spalletti's pre-match conference on the game? I personally believe it played a massive role in prepping, conditioning the match. If what they're referring to was Spalletti kind of just calling out Allegri for trying to play mind games and kind of just saying like, mm -hmm. hey, like, we're not falling I, I'm for not, it. I'm not going for it. I'm not taking the bait. Uh, right. I respect that. Uh, the other thing is like, you know, th this is culture. Like you're going to try to get in somebody's head. You're going to lean full into whatever banter you can. And like, I love that too. Like everybody needs a good um, football villain. But the thing is, if you're going to do it, you had better better be sure that you're backing it all up sure i feel you know, like talk, talk you gotta to walk have, the walk right have, right yeah. to have that egg on your face after that and and getting absolutely trounced um you're gonna have to do better than talk how amazing was the spalletti trying to catch allegri before he left oh my god the, okay so i i actually had to catch that uh back after the fact because i was already right working but yeah. so the part that I saw initially was just them shaking hands. Mm. And then when I went back and watched it, I actually was like in tears laughing because <laughs> he literally ran him to shake his hand. And I was like, you know what? He was like this, Christy. It's just like, the way he had his hand out the whole time. Oh. Like, that is such a G move. Like oh. I respect. Okay. Like I, I love Spalletti. I, I also Spalletti's love a G. The, the juxtaposition <laughs> of like Spalletti and his like warm ups that he always wears, and then like Allegri in his suit, and it's just like, mm -hmm. hey, 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 are you gonna, are you gonna, <laughs> right? Like he's chasing him with his hand out. Like, are you, are you, are you so I feel like if we had to build like a Mount Rushmore of like awkward but petty post-match handshakes like you know the conti tuchel would definitely be on there oh, but yeah. this would absolutely yes like yeah are you kidding yeah that yeah. yes Corey, good eye <laughs> Corey says better than conti tuchel yeah um so as far as i guess as far as the game goes um what what um rough i put out by the way just real quick, I put out in the the chat guys for the beast of the match. I want everybody to choose something. Maybe in a couple minutes we'll 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 get yeah, that out start, there. We, we can start talk giving about us that. your pick of the beast of the match yeah. because Christine's gonna unveil hers soon. Yeah, but um, I guess to wrap up what happened at the Maradona, um, what uh, you mentioned on the podcast, right? Because I, I listened to it. Obviously, I listen to it whenever it comes out, right? Um, but I listened again today, um, in retrospect, right, and um. Uh, a lot of the guys like Marco um, had ha actually Marco himself had mentioned that if Napoli win this game and if they win convincingly um, that that's probably a wrap for the Scudetto, right? It's a long way still. I mean, the, the half of half season mark actually comes after the next match, which Napoli plays Salernitana who just got trounced by Atalanta who just let go of uh Davide Nicola, which is crazy because they're 10 points better than they were last season. I know it's a bad loss, but 
I, I love Memo, and like Memo will continue to put Salernitana on his back for the rest of the season. But right. I think what we're going to see is like he's going to have a lot of amazing saves and a lot of concessions just because it seems like they want to give him zero help whatsoever. It's, it's yeah, that defense off. wasn't helping out at all. You know, I've got a big Memo Ochoa fan at the yeah. shop and they come in and we talk and it's, and, and it was not good. Um, but you know, uh, Atalanta and Juve, Napoli and Sanitana, um, then it's the halfway mark. Now we've got a whole 19 other fixtures left, right? Mm-hmm. And Rafa, let's, let's do piece of the match before we get to the second half. This way we can wrap up the Juve game. Okay. And I, cause I really want to hear that. Cause I, I, I really cause that was leading to a question, but let's do that first. And then I'll, all right, I'll, cool. I'll yeah. Let's it. do that. Let's, let's okay. get this game out to it. Cause I really want to hear what Christina says. Well, I want to give her enough let's time to it. talk about this, but <laughs> piece of the match guys. Uh, I want to know this is going to be, this is going to be a big shocker. Uh, I, I love it, but uh, let us know who your piece of the match is. Uh, put it in, put it in the chat, put it on the comments. Let me know what you thought. We're about to show you ours. Here we go. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Here it is, guys. Lobo-cop. Lobo wins B-O- hashtag BOTM this week. Christine, you want to do the honors? We'll, we'll Christine, give you the honors. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for like the, the reactions. To the well, I'm like, nah. we, um, we got uh, a few Cavadas out there. We got a few Rees. We got yeah, a few so Kimmy this days, was not an easy uh, match to choose. Was not. Said beast for quite frankly for all of the reasons that I mentioned. Um, I ran through uh, actually they you guys really put me through my paces with this one because um, I was not going to choose Kvaraskelia because he's the obvious you know pick I think for you know men of the match and otherwise. Osiman was a close second just because he's an absolute workhorse. Um, I considered sincerely Zelensky only because last week he was benched for contract um, issues. And I think that the contrast between that match and this one were clear as day for me that were a solid argument for why they need to retain him. He is kind of a string puller on the squad. Um, Politano put in an excellent shift. Uh, Di Lorenzo, of course, Mario Rui, um, Absolutely solid. Elmas even like Elmas even for me. Elmas for sure. I mean Rahmani pulling up after. I'm sorry, but Rahmani with that like volley goal was like that was his penance for his earlier screw up. I was like, what? I'm like, that's his first goal of the season, but like what a hell of a time to score it. Um, there was nobody that I hadn't looked at that had minutes this match that you couldn't have some sort of an argument for why they could should be. Um, beast of the match for this particular match. Um, and then, of course, I kind of revisited all of that and decided that it's Lobotka. Um, he's their regista. He sets the tone. He also pulls the strings for this match in particular. Um, he was constantly dropping into defense when they needed. He also was breaking lines and creating space between Juve's lines. Not that it was too hard because they were not compact at all, but he was certainly creating space where he could. Um, and I just like being able to switch play, um, casually dribbling from like essentially within like the Napoli box um, out to the half. He just um, a lot of his um, effort in this match 
that contributed to some of the other goals and plays okay. and channels through, whether it for, be from Rui or Politano on the other flank, were because of Laboca's presence. And right. so I felt like uh, devoid of goals or other stats to demonstrate this, he definitely deserved the tip of the hat because he really, really is sort of the engine of this squad. And he does it um, consistently and quietly. Like he's not uh, that guy, uh, which right. is surprising. You know, he could very well be, you know. Um, so I think that for for this reason, uh, I gave my beast of the match to Labotka. Love it. it Love is it. it fair to say that Labotka is like the Jorginho plug and play? Right. I mean, he was he's he just reminds me so much of Jorginho and what he contributed in the Saudi ball days, right? Yeah. And, and that, that begs the next question is Saudi ball even real? Because like is it Juntali ball? Is it like you know De Laurentiis ball? Is it you know, cause these guys are playing and scoring goals like Saudi did and, and keeping possession like Saudi did. Maybe not as like aesthetically good looking on the pitch with the one touch passes and the you know the 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 tiki taka that was played, but it's essentially the same formation. You've got the same type of players and Angisa who wins balls back, Lobaka who's pulling the strings, you've got Zielinski up there. That was that. That's like the homesick of the crew, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, you know, and then you've got a you've got an out and out nine in in Aussie men, but you've got the wings. You thought you know we'd be missing Insignia, but here comes Quadrascalia, and you either put Lozano <laughs> or Politano on that side, right? Like for me, it just seems like yeah. this is like Spalletti ball, but it, but it's 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 all like a Juntoli thing, right? Like the sporting director, like you guys mentioned on the show, he doesn't get enough attention for this. Like look at Labuka yeah. was, you know, out the door after Gattuso, and then here comes uh, you know Spalletti and he saves the day. Yeah, um, he, he's having an outstanding season. Outstanding. I think yeah. I mean, even aside from Labuka, just the the substitutions that were made, um, Oliveira um, coming. Yeah. Second half, who's more than willing and able to knuckle up coming on for Mario Rui was a super smart substitution. Mm-hmm. Um, you need that guy, you know, irrespective mm-hmm. of whether or not you need him in a blowout like this. Um, I, I think it was the right move, but um, just what a it was a really fun game to watch, despite you know, rooting interest and in, in otherwise. If you were mm-hmm. uh, neutral uh to Serie A in general it would be a game that i'd offer up to be like like watch this watch 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I mean even i'm thinking about uh, the rahmani goal again because like that was assisted by Cavada, who mm-hmm. again like not my beast of the match but the way that and this isn't even about Cavada, mm-hmm. but the way that angisa knew to leave that ball to let Alone, it through yeah. And this is what I mean about the chemistry that they have, because it would not have been evident to somebody else. But if you're looking at it again, if you watch that playback, you can see that Angisa never would have been able to get that shot off because of how he was positioned. But mm-hmm. because he shielded it and let that ball through to Rahmani, that volley came off. And it's insane the way that that played through. Um, just really fun, little spicy stuff. Right. Let me throw on my two cents about Laboka. But first, I want to say, uh, Christine, thank you for actually revisiting your choice because that's how serious Beast of the Match is. So we appreciate <laughs> I love that it. you no, took that, that serious. Out. 
You guys stress me out more than my pre-production meetings. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's a big, big deal because, you know. I, I don't want to say I was trying to persuade you in any way. I mean, with the email. I mean, the came, thing is, right? like, it was not an easy call to begin with. And I think right. that um, I did change my mind a few times. And I probably could have chosen literally anybody else. Um, but when I actually was like, let me take a minute, like, Lavaca <laughs> felt right. Well, so, you yeah. sent the initial email and I said, Okay, are you sure? Are and you sure? You like, yeah. And are then you. I mean, no. I kind of looked at well, it and was like, "Who do I want to?" Yeah, play? and you're like, "Oh, Rob." Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, full disclosure, full disclosure, Christine. I was a little bit responsible for that as well. I was like, "Are you sure she wants OZM?" Because I was like, "Be yeah. positive." Yeah. And I was like, I "Yeah." No, I, I so, kind of man. feel like that's like the. I, I think I was like, "Oh, low hanging fruit, like not Kavada, but let me go Osman, yeah. who is you know super impressive, but." Um, right. I don't know. I, I, this match was absolutely Juve playing some very like beep around and find out football. And they very much found out. <laughs> beep around and find out. Yeah, right? It's beep I'm keeping it G for, for it the G. family. It's in case keep there's any more it's, it's a late <laughs> night show. So, yeah, we, we, we throw in a few, but, you know. Um, so on the vein of, you know, Spalletti, right? Um, yeah. I guess this is where I was going before with um, Napoli's uh, – lead right the big lead that they have um, 10 points yeah well it's nine it's not to, it's nine? 10 okay. from juve but it's nine now because of milan's draw okay um nine points top of the table nine points right um and and i said i don't want napoli any any um worse like like any lower than seven i want i want a seven point lead yeah. consistently that's what i want yeah. that's my number we want that's three three and a half games uh yeah ahead. that's, that's what, what i want we're comfortable okay. with. um but you made a you made a controversial comment. It, it, I don't know if it was controversial. I understood it. I for sure understood what you were saying. I don't think it's controversial. I think men are just emotional and don't listen to the words. That you're I right, hundred percent. I was. I, 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 Drop the mic. I called Ralph and I was like, "No, they they don't understand her. I don't get it." Like, I I feel that. I feel that's how I felt. And it's That's funny because I, I don't think that I've said anything differently. Like, so if you, I know you said you listened back to the last episode of Culture Cappuccino, but I had said that a win would be more important for Napoli yes. in this particular instance because they need it to steer out of after the last result. Um, because I don't think that they can sustain multiple losses and still come back out of it. Um, and that's just something that's been historically the case. And I think that given the squad, and this is what you're leading to, given the squad and how good they are all in, um, acknowledging that there aren't like one-to-one -one, um, replacements for each player, that they all come with something special, um, that they have the depth, that they also have the drive, the chemistry and everything else. Um, that it would be uh, a Spalletti failure, not mm -hmm. the squad itself or any of the individual players on the field that would be sort of the Achilles heel. I get it. I get it. But months later, months after the mm -hmm. initial comment, you know, what have you, you know, Napoli are nine points ahead um, at the half, right? What is any, has any opinions changed? Like, do you, do you see Spalletti like the thing is, I never said I saw him. Yeah, I, the thing is, I never said that I saw him screwing up. Right. It's that if something were to go wrong, I yeah. think it would be him not 
any of the individual players. Got it. Um, okay. And I still stand by that. Um, mm -hmm. I think that they are far too talented. I mean, well, uh, and you're also not saying he's going to. No, he's going to. Quite frankly, I think they really could win the Scudetto this season. And I haven't ruled out that they could win the Champions League. Like I already said, they would. Um, sorry, I know you guys are going to like Other. that. But um, although lately we've been lightening up a little, Listen, no, we've been lightening up. Say that, say whatever you want. I don't care. I will, I will not give you guys the Malokia, but um, I really, no, there's something here, whether or not you want to acknowledge it or not. They are this way, the trip is booked, you know, it's they're playing like no insurance, and it's crazy because. If you would have asked me, and I am on record, like you can pull the receipts from the mm. beginning of the season when you let go of Koulibaly mm. and Insigne and who else uh, left? Um, uh, Mertens. Mertens. Ospina, Fabian. Ospina, yeah, I, Fabian. Like the sort of exodus that happened uh, preceding this season, I said, especially Koulibaly, um, that I That's had right. some serious reservations about... Uh, whether or not Napoli would be as formidable this season. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, De Laurentiis and company decided to do something wild. Um, and we got a Georgian that I had never heard of. I'm not going to pretend yeah. like I was busy watching that league. No, sir. Um, <laughs> among others that, you know, all of a sudden it was like, wait, wait a damn minute. Like who, who had what, like, it was very surprising to see, um, how quickly this squad actually did come together. Um, I mean, Kim Min Jae was a mm. great get, a great get. Mm. Okay. Like, and I had said, no, there's no, like, who are you going to get to replace Koulibaly? No, he's, he's amazing. I, I mm. think, yeah, like, um, Kim Min Jae was a, a super valuable ad. Um, I think that, there were a lot of really smart decisions. Yeah, I think that they're probably the at least the signings thus far. I don't know what's going to happen with uh, the transfer window, but um, to, yeah, unless they, they unless some other squad are going to like outshine those, which will be no small feat. Um, I think, yeah, and I see Cal's comment that everyone was so worried about Kim replacing. KK and now we're like KK who? Yeah, I, I mean I don't know that I'd go that far. I still do watch him um, <laughs> over at Chelsea, yeah, which he does having a tough he, time. He is having a tough time, and I really do feel badly for him. Um, Premier League is he's not having a tough time. Um, Ospina just broke his elbow, and yeah. I think uh, um, Onas just like tore his quad or something like that. It's yeah. So pretty rough it, for some of our ex guys. You know? Is it a curse, guys? Did somebody hey, <laughs> get listen. them on the way out? <laughs> I was the one on record too, Christine. And everybody could I said listen, this might sound controversial, but maybe we need this is what I said. I didn't say anything about winning a scudetto. I didn't say anything about <laughs> dominating Europe. I didn't say anything about that. I said maybe this is something that we need to do. This is something we need to experience. We need to lose these guys. The mentality it, like someone today and it clicked someone today said to me what's the matter with italy how come they couldn't make it to the world cup blah, blah, like after the world cups over months and months and a year later right and, and i'm tired of talking about it but it hit me i said it's maybe it's the mentality because you got guys like insignia and immobile and the older players that are on the team that were on the team that yeah they won the euro but then that was it 
and maybe like the mentality had to change a, sh- a shift in you know pr- the process right and yeah here we are here we are you know and who but yeah thought? But how think about how quickly that all actually came together that this is the Napoli side we're seeing in January it's, it was a unbelievable like, you know, small miracle even, in, in my not opinion. even just players that you know nobody knew I don't even think Cavada knew he was going to be this player in setting no. up. No, um, I, 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 I like good scouting and potential, right. and you hope that they actually don't get crushed under the pressure to perform. Which, quite frankly, anybody that's going to go into any of the larger um, setting up sides are going to struggle. Like, who is exactly? Also, Angisa overperforming, if you oh, want to yeah. call it that, yeah. because he essentially got kicked out of Fulham. Um, mm-hmm. wasn't doing much there, but oh yeah, that, that was that, the coup of the of our market. The same player that is not even the same player that we see for Napoli, and Christine, it's a he wonderful was, thing. He was our beast in his first match, which was against Juventus last season. Mm-hmm. Right. He was our beast match one. Match right one. away, he was he won beast of the match. It, it was unbelievable. The, the and he won our beast this then, year. We we implemented beast of the quarter. Beast of the so quarter. Like every quarter <laughs> we're breaking that quarter. We it's growing, you know. I love Angisa. I really, really do. But I mean, just speaking to some of uh, Spalletti's selections, like I think that he makes really, really smart decisions. I mean, mm-hmm. even this match, putting in Politano over Chuki. Like knowing damn yeah. well that that was the right call, that he deserved the start. He's good. He's better at creating room in really, really tight lines than Chucky mm-hmm. is. Um, I, you can tell why. Like it's very easy, and maybe it's just his style that I prefer and favor, which could be the case. And so maybe it's a little bit less objective, more subjective there. But um, I can understand his train of thought for why he chooses certain players. And everyone together, right? And and so, then the sub him with Elmas later in the yeah, game, yeah. which led to a goal. All right, it was a deflection. Like, you still. know, like I think that if right. um yeah, if Kostic didn't essentially turn his calf into like ground beef mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. flank, um, maybe wouldn't have seen Elmas's greatness in, in that half when we did. Maybe. I think that like he took enough knocks. I mean, the other person that got battered was Kavada. Um, and then we ended up seeing uh Ndombele. In the mm-hmm. second half, we ended up seeing uh, who else got subbed on. Um, I think Chucky actually came on really late, though. But yeah, but Chucky came on really late. He was in like the eighties, ninety minutes. And the Bella came in. And the Bella came in. Oh, Raspadori came in. Raspadori came in. Right. Um. So I guess where I'm going next is um. Uh, what what do you think um. When it comes to Ossiman and Kvaratskhelia, right? Like these two guys, they are just tearing up Serie A. Um, but there's so many rumors of transfers, and you know, everybody wants to. They're all the always, Premier Leagues are yeah. going to be tied to these players, obviously. They're always right? going to come. The transfer rumors will come. Um, sometimes they are literally just chatter uh, mm-hmm. drummed up. Sometimes by their own agents, just to see like sure. what they can actually right. get. And otherwise. Um, I don't think that I'm super worried yet um, about any of them. I mean, it's the same thing. Like right now, there's been chatter consistently about Leao, um, some other players that have been performing or, you know, maybe spotty performance that are still like eyes on by Premier League. I think it's always going to happen. Um, but I uh, I feel like, and this could be totally wrong, but I, I feel like Kvara is happy 
-hmm. coming into his own at Napoli. And I don't think that he'll be super eager to leave because I think that he's just starting to kind of um, cement himself in that sort of history where you become this sort of beloved player um, mm -hmm. for a club. Um, and granted, I feel like we have fewer and fewer of those as you know, time goes on. I feel like sure. there's less club loyalty. The modern game is different. Right. The modern yeah. game has, it's changed in a lot of ways. Some for the good, mm -hmm. some maybe not so much. But um, I think that uh, we're safe with Cavada. I think Osiman should be all right, too. Um, although, you know, the more that they perform, the more they're going to have eyes on. That's part of, sure. you know, heavy is the head, right? And then we right. know that De Laurentiis is a staunch businessman and he takes no shit and he's just sort of like, sure. hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to overpay for this. I'm, I'm going to do this and see the course. I mean, the right. man asked Kulibali <laughs> to take a, a pay cut. A pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> but he so, gracefully I mean, accepted. Kulibali Right. And it. quite it's frankly, yes. like, it kind of makes me giggle because mm -hmm. like the absolute audacity is confounding um bless him uh but the fact that you can get players that have essentially their heart in the right place that would concede that and be like yeah you know i could get more for this but like hey let me see it through um commend that too you know it's just that i feel like you need to find some happy medium there where it's you know sure. you're a professional athlete and you know your your career is not finite you know like um you get to sort of, you know, today, Good tomorrow. <laughs> so we I just, think... I kicked. Just like, welcome to Ralph and Kupo's, uh, <laughs> Ralph and Kupo's rant. Uh, I guess some, this is live, live TV for you guys. Uh, I guess we lost, uh, oh, wait, he's back. Hold on. But uh, <laughs> Rafa, thumbs up if you're good over there. All right, cool. Let's get him back. Sorry. That was that was weird. I scared him off. He was like, "Oh my god, I gotta go." That hasn't happened in a few weeks, Christine. I fixed right? all my and that's with the good internet, you know. This is the good internet. That's the yeah, good internet, you know. Come on, man. Oh, uh, you um, expect Osman to leave in a year or two? Well, I feel like if they win the Scudetto, I think he'll stick around. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with I, Coop on that. I'm with Coop on that. I want to see. I I just I feel like I want to see our players play one more year after Scudetto and then go. You know what I mean? If they want to, yeah, I mean, but... there's two things that happen after you win a Scudetto. It's like you you dump a significant okay. number of players, and some people leave and scatter because they're like, "Hey, I've already done the thing. Let me move on to the next thing." But mm -hmm. I also feel like Napoli is just like a different city. You know, like yeah. it's it's a different experience for a player. Uh, mean on pitch off pitch and otherwise and so i think that that is something that's more challenging to leave than say just a club for a check yeah i i think napoli is one of those places that can attract people that maybe have something to prove and i don't say that in a, in a in like a a bad way but somebody who wants to show their stuff um and they can do it in napoli and the good thing about it that napolitani when they see that when they see you're sweating they give you all the love in the world. It's unmatched, I think, compared to other fan bases. I mean, and, and I'm gonna be honest with you. That's the lure of if the. If I'm like, if I'm out to prove myself, I don't know that I'm running to play for Napoli because I feel like I would more likely just like okay. poop my pants. That's a lot of mm -hmm. pressure. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Well, like the thing is, like, yes, high risk, high reward. But, but if pressure you fall, from where? From the fans be... or from the media? Because I think everywhere. I think the pressure, 
Really? Everywhere. Yes. I, like, I would think it's a it's lot harder. To play. A, it's a diamond situation where like okay. you are either going to get crushed or come out of it. One of the top ballers to ever ball in that city. And mm -hmm. those are your only options. There's no in between. Well, you also have to you also have to deal with the, you know, you got to win us a Scudetto, something that no one since Maradona has that's done. That's the big one. That's yeah. right. Big that's for me. Yeah. That's you definitely the big are. Right. You're living in a cast shadow, which is fair, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, to Mateo's point, other teams and cities will willingly throw you to the street no matter what. Yes. Right. They will. However, Napoli is not just the squad. It's the city, it's the mm -hmm. culture, it's the lifestyle. So it's not just getting rejected from your employer. It's like somebody looking at you and going, yeah, and you're fat and ugly too, leave. Listen, they were ready to, they were ready to, they were ready to shit-can Lobotka. They were ready to shit-can Lobotka. They were calling him Slobotka. They were calling him, yeah. you know. Listen, we're, we're uh, guilty too. I I've, I went back to a couple episodes like uh, a season or so ago and boy, Oh, we, we were destroying on the boat. We, we were destroying. Poor guy. Like, I apologize, Stanislav. If you see this, please don't watch <laughs> our old episodes. Watch the new ones. They're a little bit more optimistic. And yes, Peter Scala, Aragone, if you win in Naples, you'll you'll never be forgotten, for sure, hands never. down. The thing never. is there, I'm emphasizing, it's very much high risk, high reward. So if you think that you can actually thrive and you won't just crumble under all that pressure, especially for a young player, right? Like, look at a Kavada, okay? He has... He's holding up all of Georgia on his back. Mm, People are amazing. flocking to movie theaters to collectively watch him play sure. with the Napoli side. When you look at a country that's that small, that hasn't had anybody that's come out and been this guy that he's being in Serie A, it's so significant. And like, I love these stories because we can romanticize the hell out of it. But it also right. is like, hey, if he had a different attitude, outlook, ability or just couldn't handle the fact that it's all eyes on him and after like what a couple weeks everybody's referring to him as Cavaradona. Cavaradona. That's yep. a lot. That's a lot. That's true. It's a huge, huge and, pressure. And right after the break, you know, the you, you saw a lot of articles uh, uh online and, and in the news saying, well, is this a bust or is this like uh they were talking you see something no, I'm just giggling at <laughs> Lobo one? is our MVP, honestly, which I'm like, yes, I agree. But um, I'm go. laughing at Daniel's comment back thing in his uh, first season or two. Lobo was a meatball in a Kappa shirt. Like, <laughs> 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 Listen, if you don't, if you don't love me at my meatball in a Kappa shirt, you don't That's deserve right. me. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Lesson you know, we we, <laughs> we 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 jumped the gun too quickly. I mean, this guy's endorsed by Hamsik. How can you not have true. trust in it's him? True. Right? We shame on us. I mean, fair, fair enough. He got way more fit. He started. Play, I guess maybe the now the system he that he's in, he's no, playing a little he bit did. more better. So, but that's the thing. You got to put a little bit of. I think Napoli does that. They give you. A, it's a little bit of accountability. Like, hey, you need to perform. We will give you all the love in the world, unmatched by any other fan base. But true, but you got to perform, it. and that's mm -hmm. what I like about being an Napoli fan. So, <laughs> I'm gonna you put know, on a little um, closed music, guys, uh, just to uh, start wrapping things up. We're getting we're, we're at the hour mark. I want to try to be out soon. Uh, Christine, you might get a little music in there, but I can't wait. I hope it's a banger. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. The music Rapping here is really music, good, and then yeah. it comes in like yeah. ten minutes later. It's all good. Oh, there it is. It's a vibe, Christine. 
we to real vibe. That's a big house head yeah, going up. Go. So I love, there you go. I love a little music. Were you around? You were you a house, big house a house head? Guy? Big. I still am, dude. House I'm, reggae, bro. That's that's my stuff. Okay, the, I'm, the I'm into it. In chat, yeah. Let's put a Fortunately Simple in the chat. I'm into it. I just recently at the shop put a, put a playlist <laughs> of. Uh, uh, I put in Gigi D'Agostino, right? Okay. Five is five, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put that. I put that in. Um, I put that in my Pandora, and now I have a shuffle stations thing. So I looped okay. it into the shuffle. So you got like Edo Samazotti, Ipu, um, Gigi D'Alessio, and then like Gigi D'Agostino, a bunch of Mexican stuff, a lot of like '80s, '90s hip hop, R&B stuff like that. It really is a vibe at the shop. And this song gives me the vibe, like okay, you know, I'm working, cutting hair, blah blah, blah this and that. I anyway, like Christine, really, really quick, right? Yeah. At the meet, at the meet, I don't know if you remember this, but at the meet, I told you if there was going to be any team to beat Napoli this season, it's Inter. Do you not remember me saying that to you while we're watching the game? Yeah, I was disappointed. I said that. <laughs> so now that I'm, now that we can all agree that I'm right, right, and I know ball. So right, Rob. I want to know. I want to know. That's why I hired him. <laughs> Going forward, right? Who is going to beat this team again? Like, let's give them one more loss, right? Or maybe if there's one team to catch up to Napoli, like something happens or Napoli lose a couple, tie a couple, and this other team just comes back from the dead, right? What team is it going to be and why? What do you think? I feel like that's really hard because... Obviously, with the nature of Calcio, things change quickly. Um, I feel like there's the a correct lot of answer is La Storia Finita. Napoli is going to win the whole thing. That's the correct I mean, answer. Yeah, but- I, I'm in favor of them just like never losing again. Can they? Um, can they withstand oh it though? Um, I mean, they can't be out here losing to Lazio. That's just embarrassing. No. Um, no. I don't know. Like, I, I think I think unless there's like a weird Freaky Friday event, um, they should hold tight. Mm-hmm. Napoli undefeated rest of the season. Say it, say it right yeah, now. Yeah, let's go. Napoli undefeated the rest of the season. Or unbeaten. Let's Re- say unbeaten. Unbeaten. Re- unbeaten. Realistic. That's more real. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take realistic that. Champions League. I'm going with that one. Yeah. There's no reason realistic that they couldn't. There's no reason they couldn't. Win the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Really? Because I'll take a quarterfinal, honestly. <laughs> there's really, I mean, at this there's point, no, there's no reason that they couldn't with the state that this squad is in, barring injuries or anything that's bizarre or other. The thing with Champions League is there's always going to be a wonky match. Somebody's going to get bounced that you unexpectedly don't really here's see. The thing is, it's, it's seven more matches. It's literally four more wins and like that you have to win, right? Four yep. more games you have to win. Yeah. Because you could win one and then draw or like lose but not lose bad enough to qualify, right? Yeah. You've got to I mean, essentially win four more games. I did it. not see this Napoli side coming because I think I said, um, maybe it was last year. No, I think it yeah, last year that like I don't see a Serie A side um, winning Champions League for probably another one to three seasons and like probably more realistically three more seasons but i, I see no reason why why they cut it <laughs> the trouble never <laughs> yeah you I never know say it, Dan. Dan, thank you. <laughs> out of my mouth tomorrow oh christine my thing 
Oh, Maronna Mia. I can't believe I forgot to mention this. Ralph, we got to mention this and then we'll go. Yeah, I know. I know what it is. I wrote down. You know what it is? Tomorrow is the first ever all women referee staff for Napoli, Cremonese, in Coppa Italia. Yes. Stadio Maradona, all women staff. I'm it's about so time. about that. No, it's I, amazing. It's, a, it's about time, and I'm so happy it's Napoli. We're seeing a lot more of the female ref staff that have been assistants and otherwise stepping up and getting uh, means, even in Champions League. Uh, it's really good to see because, quite frankly, all of the talent's been there, just they've never got the opportunities. So. I want to read uh, off their names real quick. First of all, Kuba, j just so you understand, uh, know too, you are our first female guest host uh, yeah. here on the Napoli Rant. Shut yeah. up. I swear. Yeah, you beat out my fiance, which she, yeah. I'm going to have a word with her later. Right. She's probably going <laughs> to. She's our general manager, yeah. so you know. Yeah, she is. She, oh. she runs the show, you know. She runs, she's the boss. Like I'm going to get killed. So we just show up and talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that is a distinct honor. Um, I hope that's on some sort of like Jeopardy trivia one day. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> For 300. Well, I just I just thought that the irony in that was really cool. That you're on, you're our first female guest, and then the all women referee crew for Coppa Italia. Even we're, it, we're it just, out here. You are out here, and and you've been awesome. Think, I really appreciate that. Think? Why don't you read? Go ahead, read the names off. Read the names off. Who oh yeah, let know? me read the names, and then uh, uh, Christine will let you plug something, and then we'll get out of here. So the official is um, Maria Sole. Ferrieri Caputi. All right, will be the main. Maria Sole Ferrieri Caputi. Yeah, that's and it. And she that's actually nice. worked her way up all the way from, from like coaching as a team. From yeah. steady, yeah, yeah, from steady. Yeah. Really? Yes. D to C to B, finally yep. to A. So Bro, congratulations. That's awesome. Her assistants tomorrow are Francesca Di Monte and Tiziana Trasciatti, I believe. So congratulations to you ladies and good luck to you. We can't wait to we can't wait to see them. Christine, do you want to plug anything before we get out of here? Uh no, well, every week uh we have Culture Cappuccino, which is the CBS Sports uh Galazzo slash Paramount Plus uh podcast with myself, Dre Cordero, uh Aaron West, and then a rotation of Marco Poppy. Uh, sometimes Fab, uh, Fabrizio Romano um, and others that will be joining us in and out. Um, and we get those up every Thursday awesome. afternoon um, that you can get those audio for now, wherever you'll see your podcasts. Uh, we will be adding the video component, I think, Dope. sometime in February. So Dope. we will have to look at our faces while we scream at each other. Dope. Love this. I like Love it. it. Definitely check Dope. it out, guys. All right. So, yeah, so that's it. That's all the time we got. Thank you again so much. It's Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to everybody in the chat who is amazing and chatty and respectful. <laughs> Napoli's on. Very Goodbye. Live well. Thank you yeah. so much for that. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Don't forget the 29th, uh, Napoli Roma at Ribalta, Tri State Napoli Club. Ralph, Ralph and I will be there. Uh, 100%. We're trying to get Serie A back. You know, we'd love for Miss Cooper to come back in if she can. It's up to I her. might pop through. I mean, you guys are fun, through. so. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> if anything else, we're fun, we, you know. We got that good street cred now. You come. <laughs> but we want to be, we want to be the representation for Napoli in this country. We want to get our faces out there. We want to get our, you know, awareness out there. You know, there's a lot of, I have fans every single day 
text me, hey, you know, is there a club here? Is there a club there? Hey, I just heard there's a club in Rochester. Where can I do that? You know, roll over. Growing. It's coming. We're coming. We're coming. I love to see it, and I appreciate everyone's collective energy in making that happen because it is tireless and sometimes thankless. But it's nice to know that the communities exist. Awesome. Well, if you can pop in, we save you a seat, obviously. So we'll be there. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you, Rafa. Again, great show. Thank you to all our live viewers Thank as well as our audio listeners. Until next time, Fort Sanapoli Sempre. Fort Sanapoli Sempre. Ciao, ciao. ciao. ciao.